Very warm welcome to this week's Bromsgrove and Droitwich Standard Podcast with me, Tristan Harris. Now, I'm glad to say today we've got somebody special with us. We've got um, Dr. Richard Jenkinson. Um, who's going to talk to us about the Orchestra of St. John and a concert that's coming up this Sunday. Good morning. Good morning. Lovely to be here. You got here all right? No problem at all. A little bit foggy? A little bit foggy, but that's the time of year, isn't it? It's kind of, it does, things like, you'll be playing in a church on Sunday, and it's, I mean, churches look good, don't they, at different seasons. They look great in the summer, and then, I I like it at kind of this time of year, because you've got remembrance coming up and things like that, and I think churches do look good with with the leaves around them and the, and that, and then obviously the church in the snow looks amazing yeah. as well. And it is a fantastic church, isn't it? It is. It's a wonderful goth- gothic style church, and it's, it looks very imposing in the middle of Bronze Grove. So, perfect location, uh, central location for a concert, which is what will happen on, on Sunday. Now, the other thing we need for a concert is good sound. Of course. And how does St. John's write with the uh, acoustics and things inside the, the acoustics building? are very good at St. John's. Uh, it's very clear acoustic. Um, and we've been, the orchestra's been playing there for well, basically 10 years now. So we've, we've got, used to the, uh, got used to the church. And uh, we, we know exactly what to do to, make it, to, to get the uh, music across to the audience in a, a very convincing way. So did the church find the orchestra or the orchestra find the I church? I think we found each other. It's there we go. <laughs> That's all good. Now, there will be people who aren't familiar with um, classical music. And we've had Alistair Mosley on here before as well from St. John. And he said one of the perceptions is that it's very elitist and only, only posh people should be there in, in dinner suits listening to classical music. But that's, that's very often not the case, is it? That's certainly not the case, and certainly not the case with this particular programme. Um, I mean, we're playing the Vorjak New World Symphony, and the New World Symphony you will all know because of the, the wonderful Hovis advert and the slow, move, the slow move to the symphony. It is that wonderful, wonderful tune, uh, which is so apparent on those adverts. And, and the rest of the symphony is just wonderful and you'd be surprised how much it's actually used in films, film scores or, or used, used indeed in, in TV, TV material. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful piece and, it's a, and people will, will recognise the tunes. The Voltava, which is about the, the lovely river that runs through the middle of Prague, starts the concert again. That's a very, very famous piece of music that people will recognise. Uh, the middle piece uh, is something which is perhaps more to do with my studies for the last five years. I've been at University of Birmingham for the last five years uh, studying for a doctorate, um, which wonderfully I managed to get uh, this, this last, uh, last July. And again, it's got a sort of slightly nationalistic tinge to the concert. So this is a piece by a Hungarian composer, but it takes its... Um, takes inspiration from folk music so it's all based on a folk song called the peacock has flown now in hungarian culture the idea of a peacock landing on top of uh, the town hall would allow all the prisoners to be released um, on that particular day but so we have this wonderful wonderful old very old um, um, tune which is a, actually pentatonic so just five notes in the scale and it's a, a, a wonderful, wonderful um, folk folk melody, which then is is manipulated and taken in lots of lots of different ways. This folk song I'm talking about was actually quite a clouded history in a way because it was actually banned by the far right government of Hungary in the 1930s. It was written in this um, this piece was written in 1939, and the original version of it was for, for, for singers, so it's for a male voice choir, and this so it was banned by banned by the far right government. And then could I got a, a link uh, or a commission to, to write for the wonderful orchestra in, in Amsterdam, the Concertgebouw, 
and he re-rejigged the whole piece, uh, the folk melody, and uh, put it into this orchestral setting. And it's a wonderfully, wonderfully colourful piece of music. So you'll hear lots of, well, perhaps things that were perhaps taken on then by people like John Williams and uh, into film scores and things. So, yeah, really, really fantastic piece. And I shall do a bit of talking about the, the, the folk song, play original uh, recording from the 19, about 1910 of a folk singer singing it, and then show this, this, this the, um, uh, choir version of it the male voice choir version and then and then show a little few things in the music so yeah so you've got you've it's a real real mix of material so something that's not really wouldn't really be known uh, to audiences but then with the really really popular stuff that we have around the new world symphony and indeed the, the smetna voltava which is about the river so i think that's the thing with classical music as well isn't it it is all around us we've said this before yeah. it's in films it's in tv it's in adverts people will be wanting to go yeah. home on sunday evening and strangely feeling like a piece of toast or yeah, something yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it is with us but it also puts you out of your comfort zone a little in that you will not there will be pieces you will not have heard yeah. um, i mean these days as well there's no excuse because there's, there's google sounds or um yeah. Uh, what's the other one called? Shazam. Yeah. Yeah, so if you hear a classical a piece of classical music that you like, back in the day you'd have to try and hum it to somebody and that would be a nightmare yeah. unless you could unless you, A you were good at humming and B, yeah. B you, you could remember the tune. Um, but these days you can just hold your phone up and if you press that little microphone it says yeah. What's this song? And yeah. you click that, and then it'll tell you. So yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing, it's, isn't it? What well, 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 can happen? It so. is. It is. Um, so, what time does it start? On, it starts uh, at seven o'clock. Uh, yeah, uh, on Sunday evening. Uh, and I said we start. We start with this uh, this piece about the river uh, in the middle of Prague. Uh, and then we have the, the piece I was just telling you about, this, this slightly unusual piece, the Hungarian piece, and then finishing with the wonderful New World Symphony, which is obviously the piece which we'll all recognise from Hovis and other other adverts, as you as you mentioned. Now, I've looked at your CV as well, obviously. You've got to do your preparation. And, uh, yeah, it is pretty impressive. But I think the most important thing um, that occurred to me when I was looking through it is you did start at a very young age, didn't you? So I think this is a good opportunity as well um, for people to bring... Um, it's not just for, as we said, elitists and, and, and people who are posh and like to dress in dinner jackets. It, this, is, this is something you could take the family to, to introduce them to classical music. Very, very much so. I mean, that's one of the things the orchestra has been very keen to do is involve everybody in the community in our concerts. And in fact, we're going to be doing a performance of The Snowman uh, later in November. So that's obviously something very, very popular. And that tends to sell out very, very quickly. So if you want to come to that concert, I would suggest you get your tickets now because it, it'll sell out. Um, we've got two performances of that on the same day, uh, which will be really really rather wonderful so yeah but we try to offer something for everybody so uh we've got we've, we have concerts where we we, we um invite um ch- children in we had a we did a community opera over the summer which is really wonderful to do uh a wonderful piece by claire Pruer, which uh, was all about the, the, the river seven and the spirit of the seven uh, she found something in uh, an old text by Geoffrey of Monmouth or something and made a wonderful opera out of it. Uh, it involved lots of school kids coming in and some local soloists, young soloists who were having their first opportunity to uh, to sing and perform with, with an orchestra, young narrator as well, so all school age. So, yeah, we try to involve as many people and as many projects as possible so uh, there's always something we've in the past we've done all the Beethoven symphonies uh, finished with the ninth the wonderful ninth symphony uh, with performances in Bromsgove and also in Worcester Cathedral so yeah the orchestra's been going for a long time we've had a lot of experience the players are you know really really do perform to a very high level and it's one of those orchestras that people just want to be involved with because it's there's so much going on 
Can you believe how long the uh, orchestra's been going? Because often it's like that John Lennon quote, isn't it? Life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. And you'll be there busy playing loads of music and stuff. And then you look back, it's the same with our papers. uh, Somebody will say, oh, do you remember that story? And you'll check and it was like five years ago. And you think, how is that five years ago? And uh, I bet that's like that with the orchestra as well. well it's wonderful, yeah. And it's what's been lovely is that the, the, the people who play in the orchestra have been with us for the whole the whole ride. It's been uh, when we first we first started off. I was I was quite 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 new to conducting. I just had well, only had one post. It had only been for a couple of years, and I've sort of grown into the role as indeed the players have. So it's been it's been really well, rather wonderful. And to include to say this 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 Hungarian piece has been quite. It's, it's, it's fantastic for me because obviously I've been studying Hungarian folk music for the last five years at Birmingham University, so it's been it's been really really wonderful. And I say I, I, start, I started at a young age, as you mentioned. I, I mean, I started playing cello when I was aged five, and uh, I was lucky enough to get a scholarship from Derbyshire uh, County Council, um, and they uh, they paid for my lessons, and I you know sort of built on that. Went to music college in London, and. Uh, yeah, and then started started working in the profession. First of all, in Ireland, then I was with the City Birmingham Symphony Orchestra for, for which is a very renowned yeah, orchestra, of course, and under Simon Rattle as well, which is which is yeah. really rather wonderful. And uh, so I was there for eighteen years, and then uh, yeah, obviously, and then once went back to university to become a student again, which was which is fantastic. So I enjoyed the whole student experience. My rail card expires today. Student rail card expires today, which I'm devastated about. But, uh, <laughs> so I have to grow period, up again now. <laughs> in a p- period of mourning, and, and I tell you what, with rail fares, it's no joke, is yeah, it? it I've been um, cycling to Bart Green and back. I live in Northfield, but I've been cycling because it saves me three quid a day. Yeah. I had a puncture last night because uh, I'm on holiday next week, yeah. so I thought I'll save a bit of extra cash. And uh, yeah, I've had a puncture, so I've been devastated. So I had to walk to the station. I, to be fair, I didn't walk to my immediate station. I walked to the next one along. So I've, I've, I'm in the middle of the two fairs at the moment. But you know, oh, Ralph fairs are oh, a nightmare. Don't get me started. <laughs> so, how did it all begin for you, though? Because obviously, you don't just pick up a cello, do you? Did you see something as a child, or, or no, we, did your parents not say? Not at all. It was my fifth birthday present. Was a, was a cello. It's like here you are. This is an instrument which we think you'd like. And I was. I mean, I'd always been in, interested in sort of music from a very young age and uh, my parents tell stories of me sort of listening to what well, it was it was vinyl records in those days I uh, listened to vinyl records as a you know very young young child and uh, and then uh, this 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 fifth birthday present arrived and uh, and I sort of you sort of build on that so I've been building on that for well for the whole of my career really so it's uh, it's been a wonderful 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 time but I mean I've also been to all sorts of wonderful places so uh, went to Australia I went to Australia just over the, over in August which is great so I went over there to give you know a little talk about uh, this Hungarian piece um, and also um, give a concert as well I was in Japan just before Christmas so yeah it's, I've been all over the place so it's it's been wonderful it sounds terribly glamorous but I'm afraid one hotel room is very much like another <laughs> Well, this is it, and the yeah. student the student rail cars brought yeah, you back. So, no, no, no. That's right. That was thrown in just to uh, to let people know you are you're a man of the people as well. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So that's that's one of the pressures of being a parent, though, isn't it? As well, because I I get that. Um, our one daughter's sorted. She does the cheerleading. She does the swimming. She does the Saint John ambulance. The other one started Saint John ambulance. She's kept at the swimming, but she's been a bit of a butterfly with all the other activities. And you don't really, but at the same time, you don't want to put them forward to something they're not going to enjoy. She's just completed a second tennis course, but she wants to knock that on the head now. But we might, we might, you might be inspiring um, the uh, Dr. Richard Jenkinsons of tomorrow on Sunday, mightn't you? If people well, take we, we certainly, along. Ha- we certainly hope so. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, that's what one of the reasons we're doing it, I, and we, we do. 
actually make sure that the, the, the young young people who come to the concert, uh, their, their tickets prices are, well, I think they're basically uh, they're getting for nothing, as I remember. And obviously the adults who bring them will pay, pay, pay a little bit more. But uh, uh, it's yeah, it's wonderful to it's wonderful to involve as many people as possible. And I say we are trying to um, very much trying to inspire the the, gen- the youth of tomorrow. So the youth the youth. The new generations who are going to hopefully take classical music forward. Also, as well as getting them to enjoy um, a classical music piece, well, a classical music concert, you're also helping the church, aren't you, as well? Because obviously you've got this beautiful church with lovely acoustics and you want it to be there forever, don't you? So obviously that costs money and um, the proceeds will be heading to the... Well, they they go to the the Friends of St John. So we've we've always had this wonderful relationship where we try to raise money for them. So, uh, And we've we've done, I think we've made many, many thousands of pounds over the years. So we're sort of doing our bit to... To keep to keep the church keep the church going, it's such, as you say, it's such a wonderful building. But of course, these these, these places need to be maintained. Um, well, so Bromsgrove would would look completely different with that car, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it exactly. is Bromsgrove. Whenever you see a sketch of Bromsgrove, or whenever you see the Bromsgrove Society, that, that spire and yeah. that big imposing church on the hill is 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 part of Bromsgrove. Yeah, it certainly it's, is. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to keep that. I'll ask you a question about the because um, obviously you've gone from being um, a cello player, which I presume you still play the music as well, but. What are the satisfactions like? Is it a different kind of satisfaction when you've conducted successfully to when you've performed a piece as a cellist? Well, I mean, it's it's a, it's a different a different discipline. So, uh, we're an orchestra is it's a well, it's a it's an event for lots of lots of lots of people. So you've got you need to inspire inspire your your musicians to to play play in a, well first of all together and first and second of all in a in a way that's going to communicate the the, the message of the music across to the audience. So uh, whether that's that, that that requires something to be sound particularly maybe gruesome or something if that's what the composer wants or particularly beautiful as in as in the uh, the New World Symphony slow movement that we were talking about. And so it's a matter of getting these wonderful colours and of course with an orchestra you've got so many instruments and so many different configurations of colour that you can you can add to add, add to the performance it, it's it's really quite wonderful and of course this is what people like John Williams and Danny Elfman for instance do in their in their film scores I mean the inspiration for their film scores comes from this the music of an earlier generation of course it must be quite a powerful feeling as well having all those oh, those musicians wonderful. at your disposal yeah. well it's not at your disposal I mean I think it's more it's very much a team a team performance I mean it's it's, it's not one dictator and everybody else. Uh, you've still, we're very much part of the same team, and, we're, and actually, the goal, of course, is to is to give the best performance possible. Uh, with obviously as a, as a cellist, you're, uh, I've, I've I've sort of sat in an orchestra for many many years in in Birmingham, so I've experienced this 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 sort of idea from both both sides, if you like. So it's been quite wonderful to. You know, to to play and play in a professional orchestra to you know and uh, to the very very high level, and then I bring the same sort of things that I, I sort of learnt, if you like, when I was in Birmingham to the orchestra of St John, and then we we they do play in a really really wonderful way, which is really exciting and it's really engaging for the audience. So, and they, a number of people who say, oh, we so enjoyed the concert; it's such a special experience, and they go away feeling lots of different emotions, which of course was what music does; it moves you. So to use an analogy, is it like the footballer who's turned manager? 
No, I, I, I think it's. I don't think it's quite quite like that. Because I, I, as I say, I think it's more. It's more of a team team sport than that. Because you're still performing. I mean, all right, you're not making any sound, but you're you've it's you've got to inspire your players, of course. But uh, you've got so uh, also you've got, it, there's also the element where you're we're all in it together and we're all trying to produce the best performance possible. So uh, when you've got a manager, I think it's possibly more of a dictatorship. But I, I, I don't know. Perhaps the Mourinho's of the world will talk differently. So there's no teacups thrown if, the, there's if, no if, teacups if there's incorrect thrown. notes played. No, I and mean, that's what rehearsals are for. We had a rehearsal last night, and uh, we spent a long time sort of sorting out all the all the all the detail. And I mean, I suppose what, when it comes down to it, we, we, the, the role of a conductor is so we're all all um, singing off the same hymn sheet, if you like. So we're all we've got the idea. Of, there's one way of performing so we're all galvanised and playing in the same same way otherwise you have lots of you know fractious elements which are not necessarily going to fit together in a, in a sort of cohesive whole so yes. that's so I mean I think it's to make sure that we all you know we all all, all are playing and sort of playing from the same same from the same hymn sheet but also uh, you know every, there are lots of solos and then people react to what's happened around them so there's, for instance in the New World Symphony there's there's a wonderful wonderful Corongle solo and Jenny our Corongle player plays it absolutely beautifully and then you might have Alistair who plays clarinet He's got, he will then react to that in a certain way so it's very much it's sort of there's a sort of um, almost like a sort of improvisatory uh, element to it like as well. theatre, really. Well, well, a little bit of theatre, but you're reacting because I mean it's, it's emotions. You know, somebody will take you in one journey, and then somebody else will then do, do something else. So, so the whole thing is sort of almost it, it sort of unfolds before you really, and then there needs to be one person who's then making sort of. You know, driving driving the bus if you like, making yeah. sure that we're all going in the same direction. And that's and you. That's that's me on on Sunday. Yeah, that's a good analogy. The bus driver who's taking <laughs> yeah. the team. Excellent. Um, well, I've got you here. I've got to ask: Is yeah. there anything that you've because you've got a l- brilliant CV, brilliant um, um, journey through music? Um, is there anything you haven't done that you'd like to do? Well, I'm currently um, studying to do grade eight singing, which I've always wanted to do. So uh, I'm married to an opera singer, and I'm having wonderful lessons at home. So that's that's the sort of next next goal, if you like. I always like to set myself these these goals, and of course, the, the PhD was was one of those, which is a big goal to do. I mean, it's a it's a hundred thousand word thesis, which is which is a big piece yeah, of work, piece and it takes a, it takes a long time to well, first of all, research that, and then second of all, of course, write it up, and making sure you you know, tick all the criteria that the university that's wants. A lot longer than that withdrawal agreement they complained they couldn't read in three days Um, so how far are you off a solo oh sorry not a solo off a duet with your partner well, I, I, she's. I mean, I, th- I think she needs to teach me teach me the basics first. Well, let's get grade eight done, and then we'll Christmas still, number one, two thousand and fifteen. We already have gone yeah. past two thousand fifteen. Yeah. That's a quick time. Yeah. Two thousand and twenty-five Christmas number one. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look at the concert. Then the concert is at seven o'clock on Sunday, St John's Church. Tickets are ten pounds in advance and available from Decanter Spirits on Brom- on Bromsgrove High Street. Cash only there. Um, you can also visit the website OSJ at Bromsgrove. Org, and the concert will support the Heritage Future project and an, an optional £5 donation can be added to the ticket at the time of purchase good cause, brilliant um, night of entertainment in a store we're going to have this a story on our website and in our paper as well, um, so don't worry if you didn't get all the details people, I always worry that like, you know, you're going to have to spell it out slowly so people get it down, but no, we've got it on the website and we'll have it in the paper, so we want to get as many people as possible, raise as much money f- for the church as possible, mm-hmm. and I suppose is it like um, to use another sporting um, 
analogy. The more people you have, I bet the better the atmosphere is in the well, church. Well, there is a wonderful atmosphere in the church anyway, but of course, a full audio, full house, is, it makes for a very, very special a special occasion. So, uh, And that's, of course, what we, we always aim for. Well, thanks for joining us today. Pleasure. Are you all right to chat through, a few, um, chat through a few news stories? Of course. Yeah, cool. Um, we've got a serious one now. We can't say too much about this. Um, a woman's been remanded in custody to await trial um, for the murder of a man in Bromsgrove. Cordelia Farrell, 37, from Birmingham, appeared at Worcester Crown Court yesterday. That's uh, Tuesday. We're recording this on Wednesday. She faces charges into, um, in relation to the death of 36-year-old Wayne Coventry. That was in Humphrey Avenue in Bromsgrove on October the 14th. Um, she's got to enter a plea on December the 23rd at the Crown Court and trial um, is scheduled for April the 14th, 2020 and is likely to last several days. Another um, instance, um, a man shot by armed police last year in Bromsgrove has pleaded guilty to firearms offences on November the 3rd last year. Um, police were called to report to a man on Birmingham Road with a handgun. Edward Mark Williams from Malvern suffered gunshot wounds and was given emergency first aid by police officers at the scene before being taken to hospital where he underwent surgery. He's since made a full recovery and um, last Friday he pleaded guilty to firearms offences. Um, he admitted escaping lawful custody. Uh, two counts of possession of an imitation firearm with intent to cause fear of violence and having an imitation firearm with intent to resist arrest. We must say as well, the Independent Office for Police Conduct, whenever there's um, police armed officers um, respond and, 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 um, and discharge a weapon, they are investigated by the IOPC and um, they've looked at it. Um, they actually um, they finished this um, report early this year, but obviously with the court case, they didn't want to. You can't really influence the court case, so this has been released at the same time as the man's guilty plea. Um, they said um, there was reports of a man who said he had a gun pointed in his face. Uh, firearms officers were called to attend. After arriving at the scene, two firearms officers encountered a man and instructed him to drop the weapon. They told him to drop the gun ten times in twelve seconds, and he, instead he turned the weapon on the officers. Um, after he failed to comply with their commands, they discharged their firearms five times with two shots hitting him in the chest and leg. Along with other officers, they immediately gave him first aid and he was taken to hospital. After the shots were carried out, the IOPC was happy that um, not only was the force proportionate and appropriate with the uh, threats to the public and the officers, it, they also acted in a responsible and professional manner in the way they dealt with the situation. So they've been cleared of any wrongdoing. Um, Staying with the police, but on a, um, a kind of more positive note, all of the marked police cards across West Mercia police have had poppy logos put on. Did you see this last year? Have you seen it this year? They've had the poppy logos put on the bonnets um, ahead of Remembrance Sunday and Armistice Day. Um, Worcestershire's operational policing unit confirmed the move for around 300 vehicles. This is the third year it's been used now sergeant lee baker piloted the idea in bromsgrove because we all know how bromsgrove bromsgrove is fantastic for remembrance we have some fantastic remembrance sunday mm -hmm. um, parades armistice day as well we've got the poppy concert as well which i must mention that's on remembrance sunday this year so if you go onto our website there's more information there or the artrix website um yeah he piloted it it was his his idea and he received that much that much positive feedback that he decided to roll it out last year because um, it was only on a few cars to start with, I, I believe. Um, I'll remember, should I say. I've written this story three times, and uh, it's just time flying. And uh, and there, the uh, company 
um, where the logos came from, gave a percentage of the revenue to the Royal British Legion last year. But now the Royal British Legion have seen how popular this is and they've um, manufactured their own um, and it's going to make a substantial donation to the Poppy Appeal. Sergeant Baker as well, he's been chosen to represent West Mercia Police at the Cenotaph in London. So he's overjoyed with that and it's nice to pay tribute to those who um, um, made the ultimate sacrifice in the defence of our country. So it is, it is big in Bromsgrove. Have you been to the um, Remembrance Parade in Bromsgrove? I have been. In fact, last year we, we, we put on a, put on a, on a concert, yeah. actually, uh, and that was at the Bromsgrove School in the Ralph Hall. Oh, that's right, because uh, I was at the Artrix one yeah. and there was that one going on simultaneously. So where we had a film, it was a film that was um, made during the Battle of the Somme. Uh, and the orchestra played along with with the with the movie, so I had to make all make sure all the cr- cr- crashes, bangs, and wallops all aligned perfectly with the, with the film soundtrack. So this is a wonderful soundtrack by Laura Rossi. Um, so yeah, it was a really really moving experience, and there's a lot, lots of people were yeah deeply I'm, moved by that. So. I mean, I mean, there was that last year. There was the concert as well where. Um, Catherine Taberner, I don't know if you've seen that. She's uh, it's on um, it's on Facebook and it's on our website as well. She broke the uh, the decibel record with her version of Rule Britannia at Artrix. It was mm. it was a stunning version, it really yeah. was. And there was there's that there was so much going on. There was the yeah. poppy wall, wasn't there, on the one church as well with the uh, all the knitted poppies and the service itself. I remember it was going back from the memorial. Oh, um, is it a memorial? Oh, no, it's a monument. I have to get mm. this. Patrick Smith from the RBL will go mad if I call it a memorial because there's no names on it it's a monument back from the monuments all the way to the bus station and there was just heads as far as yeah. I've never seen a turnout like that yeah. and um, and yes yeah, so that's all the Remembrance Sunday we'll have all the details of this forthcoming Remembrance Sunday parade as well um, hopefully in this week's paper if not next week's uh, we're going to go across to Droitwich now. Teenagers vandalised the Droitwich iconic witch barge in Vines Park on Monday night police received reports of the attack at 7pm by four youths and it had appeared the, instru- the structure had been kicked. Sergeant Sarah Kent confirmed officers were investigating the incident and liaising with other agencies to see how lighting and security around the seating area could be improved. Jonathan Hulbert from um, Witchhaven District Council said he was disappointed, um, but there is going to be a new structure in place by March next year, which is going to be more substantial and easier and cheaper to repair. But it shouldn't have to be. I mean, do you know where I'm talking about in Droitwich with the Vines Park? You've got the lovely red and white barge. People use it to sit there for picnics. Okay, teenagers hang out. We were all teenagers. We, We needed spaces to hang out, but just, you know, treat the areas around you with a bit of respect. Absolutely. I mean, they're there for everybody, aren't they? Because when when Sergeant Kent from Droitwich comes to the council meeting, she always says, I get loads of reports about teenagers hanging here and hanging there, and they're not actually really doing anything. And that's a little bit different to, obviously, vandalism, because obviously everybody's got to be somewhere. to get a bit yeah. uh, a bit deep on a on a Wednesday when everybody's got to be somewhere so um, if you are just just think 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 about um, the property around you and, and how much it's going to cost to repair um, and we'll leave on this one this is um, it's not an and finally because there is a bit of a serious element to it um, but Bromsgrove cobbler Martin Canellan um, he woke up when he was six years old struggling to see and he was really like massively short-sighted um, almost not to the point of blindness but you know really bad um he he couldn't see and then he was um he was diagnosed with extreme short-sightedness 
he had to have um, glasses that the optician, he made me chuckle when he told me this, the optician used to hate making my glasses because it was the worst prescription he had to do. Um, and um, he knows what it's like to have sight loss and he's always wanting to help. It's the Bromsgrove of Cobbler. So what he's done is he's got his collection tins and people obviously donated to the, the guide dog outside and the little guide dog on the counter. Um, but also, if he was mending people's belts by just putting a hole in, he'd just say, put, put a donation in the, uh, in the box. Um, he's raised £2,500 towards a guide dog. Guide dogs cost £60,000 for the life span of that dog to be there for the person who needs it, which is quite incredible. But he's raised 2500 and that means he gets the chance to name the dog. Now, he wanted to call it Cobbler, apparently, but, um, you know... Then he had a better idea, which I think is a better idea, and I'm sure you will too. Um, he's given standard readers the chance to name this guide dog. So uh, we've got a week on Friday, so we've set the deadline, November the 1st, because a week's long enough for people to come up with a name. What will the um, cobbler's um, guide dog be called? And we want you to submit your answers, or not answers, suggestions, to editor at bromsgrovestandard.co.uk and we're going to pass them on and between me and Martin, one of us will choose a winner. And what a fantastic achievement, because I mean, I know you've, I mean, I, I always look at um, what I've done like in, in my life as well, but that's a nice quirky, quirky icebreaker, isn't it? I got the chance to name a guide dog once, <laughs> isn't it? So, and what a good cause, isn't it? What a good cause as well. Yeah, they are actually um, fundraising as well. They're trying to raise a large amount of money to um, put a load of guide dogs in place throughout October as well so if you can give generously to the guide dogs um, please do that there's a story on our website about Martin Cannellan and then also um, at the bottom of that there is the information about the current drive Sport now um, Bromsgrove Sporting they had another win last night fantastic they um, Mills took the lead against Barwell um, in the 15th minute uh, they're away from home as well they added to that um, Shaquille McDonald 53 minutes and then Barwell got back 63 minutes so 10 minutes later but then Taylor popped up and wrapped it up for Bromsgrove Sporting um, 69 minutes on the clock I've looked at the stats. Barwell, even though they were the home team, had 11 shots with six on target. And Bromsgrove Sporting had 21 shots with 16 on target. So pretty impressive attacking play there from the Rouselers. Sporting a 10th there, three points off the playoffs. Um, they've got 19 points. Nuneaton, who are in fifth, are on 22nd. Starbridge are looking a bit more um, sly in seventh, shall we say, uh, with three games in hand. Sporting have got one game in hand, so they would be level with the playoff um, level, a uh, playoff total uh, at the moment. That'd be lovely because they've had three um, promotions in a row. So a fourth, surely not. Surely they can't do a fourth. I'll be just stubbing the league football. So they're only a, a, a few divisions off there now. 26th of October, as fixtures, uh, fixture machines tend to do, they've thrown up a bit of a fate one. Barwell, who they beat in the league last night, They've now got them in the FA Trophy um, tomorrow. Uh, so not tomorrow. Um, I always think in terms of newspapers because we come out on Friday. So Saturday's always tomorrow. On Saturday. So they're playing Barwell in the FA Trophy. And then on the 29th, which is the uh, Tuesday, they've got Kings Langley, um, who are 15th in the league. So good luck to sport in there. Droitwich Bar FC, they're 6th in the league. Eight points off the top spot with three games in hand. So if you're... Um, 
a mathematician or just someone who likes to follow football and study league tables. Three wins gives you nine points, so they could be top if they won all their games in hand. Bromyard Town are fourth from bottom. Um, Droitwich have got them this weekend. The last game uh, Droitwich played was at Tipton, away from home. Matthew Hunt, Connor Collins with two gave Droitwich an impressive 3-0 win so well done to the Saltmen well done to the Rouselers and good luck with your forthcoming games but I'd just like to say thank you ever so much for joining us again a pleasure and will you come back in the future for, for whatever, whatever happens yeah certainly well, will. maybe when you've got your first singing concert <laughs> you're listening to the Bromsgrove Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste and don't forget as well about the orchestra of St. John, the concert on Sunday, St. John's Church. Um, a big thank you to Dr. Richard Jenkinson for coming in today to speak to us. Um, remember, the tickets are £10 in advance, available in person from Decanter Spirit on Bromsgrove High Street. And also, um, you can find out more about the, about the orchestra at osjbromsgrove.org. Uh, the concert will support the Heritage Future Project for the church and there's an optional £5 donation that can be added to the ticket if you want to give that a little bit more to to ensure that that beautiful ornate church um, in Bromsgrove is with us for many years to come. Remember, you can catch up with news with us on a daily basis. We've got daily updates at bromsgrovestandard.co.uk and druidstandard.co.uk. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. That's where all the conversation's going on. And if you want to get in touch, you can email us to editor at bromsgrovestandard.co.uk or editor at druidwichstandard.co.uk. All that's left to say is I'm off next week as it's half term and Harry will be here with next week's Bromsgrove podcast. So make sure you have a good week and I'll see you in a fortnight. <laughs>